Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the sum of us. My name is Alisa. My name is Liz. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. I got to, I, hey, girl. Hey. I got to the job early today. I know. <laughs> 11 seconds like, wow. <laughs> I'm telling you. I am telling you. So, um, you know, I was scrolling through Instagram as one does as they get ready to do their podcast. And um, I'm glad I did because I would like to hear your insights on the 12-12 portal mm. because that's today. It's 12-12. 12, 12. 12, so, 12 Yeah, so there's a new moon tomorrow. Mm. Um but it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Let's see. I'll just do a little googling. Uh, I okay. So I'm just looking at little headings. Um, haven't opened anything. Manifestation, awakening, divine healing, activating energy. All right, that's cute. Okay, <laughs> happy twelve twelve. Oh, I just know today was one of my friend's birthday. I just know I need to wish her a happy birthday at some point. This is my, this is my one of my dearest friends, um, who I believe in, in a past life was one was my grandmother because her, her, cooking skills and needing to like she wants to host and like are you okay? Do you need anything? Oh, I love that. Yeah. So happy birthday, Laura. Um, happy birthday, girl. <laughs> yeah. And I think, uh, you know, her, someone in her family has, has the COVID, so they're all, you know, bunkering down. Oh, no. We were all supposed to do something this past weekend, but that did not work yet. So, yeah. No. You know, with so many people traveling, too, um, you know, the need to stay healthy is even more important. I mean, I'm thinking about that, too. Right. Like, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm seeing more and more people wearing masks out and about. So I noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah. So Very I think that's a that's a at least a to me a, a good sign. Like if if especially if they know you know like some people are just like some people will wear it. I'll do this sometimes if I'm feeling a little a little you know under the weather and yeah. You know, but I haven't had a chance to do like a proper test. Or you know, if I feel that bad, I'm not going out. But you know, I still have. I have to order some more masks, especially since I'll be traveling in the new year. Yes, you need a, like get a box, box of yeah. masks from um, Amazon. Yeah. yeah, I always have one like you know in my bag. I have one in my pocket, and I just, I'm very intuitive about it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just that I feel like okay, it's just too damn crowded. Um, or at the crowded subway, I just will always just intuitively. I might be the only person, you know, with a mask on, but it's just intuition. But when mm-hmm. I see people with the mask, I'm thinking, okay, they have something going on. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not well. They have COVID. Or they have whatever. And uh, thank you for uh, protecting us. So I kind yeah. of look at it 
you know, that way. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, so I'm just looking. Um, I just did a little random Google. You don't even know the website, but it's about the 1212. So it just brings a powerful energy to the air. If you've been looking for the perfect time to connect with your dreams, and write out your New Year's resolutions. I'm not into resolutions because I'm in, about intention all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, let's see what else. So, okay, so so that's your chance. I guess this is sort of like a mainstream website. Uh, mm-hmm. It's extra influential. It's why is it extra? Oh, because of the. Uh, oh, I guess because the um, you add up the data adds up to a 13. Okay, what else? What else are they saying? Spiritual meaning, manifestation, and spell work. Oh, okay. We're not going to do more spells. Um, better and brighter days on the horizon. All right, this is sort of mainstream, whatever. And then the other thing, um, so anyway, twelve, twelve. that's very, but with the solstice, is the sequence of the numbers. Because uh, I guess it's 12... Two, one, two, three. I forget. There's something that the numbers are powerful with the solstice as well. Anyway, powerful energy with the numbers. I'm no intuitive. I mean, I am an intuitive. I'm no numerologist, but I happen to be friends with one. Um, let's see. <laughs> it's called the Essential Portal. All right. I wanted to know if you knew anything about it. It's a thing. Well. Oh, you know, Talk you know off. how I am. I'm not, I'm not paying attention I to know. any of that stuff. I'm like, oh, I know you know. Oh, is it? Is it? Um, which no, I maybe know maybe maybe that makes me the the bad person, you know. But I guess no. because no, no, I know that bad numerologist. Bad numerologist. Why are you not paying attention? You know. No, but, I'm curious. I don't um, care really. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm curious, but it's like we're not into which is you know. I think such a healthy balance where we're not, um, I remember years ago, we used to say, you know, people will call it, the, the, I used to say to them, the numbers aren't the boss of you, mm-hmm. you know, the energy isn't the boss of you, you're the boss of you. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that it's not like the, you know, dogmatic podcast about we have to follow this and that the, no, we're in the world. Things are crazy, and we're finding ways to navigate in the illusion of the madness. So, um, yeah, I don't take these things uh, very seriously either. You know, then I'd be with a scarf around my head, you know, on the corner someplace offering readings. (laughs) And I'm so Uh, low-key about it. You know, like I have the ability, you know, mm -hmm. um, as you do, clearly. But um, it's like undercover yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and no doubt, like I imagine that there are people who are um, very in tune with, um, say, like astrological transits, and you know, there's a way to oh, interpret all the, of those things. You know, yeah, and, and even even with style, yeah, even with new mm-hmm. moon stuff, and and so all of it. You know, I uh, like I, the portals that I I. I'm familiar with because of also because of here, you know, getting information over the years, like the eight, eight, the lion's gate portal. Oh yeah. You know, that's like a big one. Um, Mm -hmm. But 1212, 
And I like how in the in your in your article that you were looking at, they they said, oh, it you know it equals a ends up equal to a fourteen or a thirteen, and that's that's for this particular date because what they're adding up is the is the year as well. And well, yeah, specifically for this for this year, it, right? Yeah. Well, and, and mm-hmm. you can do that for like you know for every every day of of, a, of any given year is oh, and this right. day is this. So, but I imagine it's That's also um, a repetition of you know one two one two, um, and yes, I think that's what it is. And uh, you know, so yeah, uh, that just by itself, if you think, oh, then like for Lionsgate, you know, for eight eight, it's like every every year there's like a big deal happening on eight eight. They make a big deal of that, and and I guess if you continue to talk about it, then. Then that's where the attention goes. Oh, and they have a you know snappy name, mm-hmm. Lionsgate eight eight. Um, right. you know, one two one two. What what buckle mm-hmm. your shoe? I'm not sure. Um, ah. and not not to make not to make fun of it, but we can look at, at every oh, every date. Uh, every date, but you know the the one two uh, twelve twelve. There's that that vibration just for the day um, is, is a six. Mm. But, or and, it's it's those basic steps, you know, uh, self, and then others, you know, self and then someone mm. other than myself, and it's just repeated. So to me, and when we look at just that basic vibration of it being repeated and it equaling the number it does, a six, and that's standard. Um, every time it's twelve, twelve, that's that's a six, a, a loving energy, or it can be. Mm-hmm. With 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 the intention, and the one signifies an intention, um, but it's about self. And the two says, ah, and and you have other things around you. You have other another at least one other person to connect with. And it, mm-hmm. it's it's a reminder that you're not doing it alone. And when you get to that six energy, it, a six is a very giving number. All those even numbers are very giving. Um, uh, and yet, and then they're also reminding me that because of the repetition of the two, um, it's also very receptive. And that's that balance for a six, because a six's nature is to give and to, oh, you know, very appropriate for my friend, very mothering energy. You know, let me provide, let me, you know, let me comfort you, let me nourish you. Um, and And the trick with this if it's made up of this one and the two is that two part of saying, let me also receive, let me receive. Um, sometimes it's receiving information or intuitive hits to say, to say what you need to say next, to, to, to uh, assess a situation after you've received the information and saying, no, what you need is a good cup of soup <laughs> and sit still here with me and let's, you know, let's just talk. Uh, so that's uh, that's another way of looking at that um, at that combination because it's not I mean every every number has a certain frequency to it, a certain vibration to it in any combination you just have to look at how it how it plays out that this is saying you know self other self you know self other self and it's just a reminder that you're not in this alone. And and other self could be you know higher self other person, um, uh, just any anything that you are 
when you're aware that you are doing this not by yourself but with others, if you let if you let that uh, acknowledgement play out and if you let the other person or the higher self factor in. So there has to be a receiving. I wouldn't necessarily a one is giving. <laughs> a one is just doing. And the two mm. reminds that that doer, like, hey, you know, there are other people around. And and whether you realize it or not, or whether you intend it or not, other people are on the receiving end of your actions or your intentions. Um, or right. you are on the receiving end. You yourself are on the receiving end of your actions or intentions. You know, uh, mm-hmm. there's, there is a... Um, uh, a just uh, not a split, but even with the self, we think, oh, self is just solitary. But as you put energy out, energy comes in, uh, and whether you are aware of receiving it or not, it just you know that's that's the story. Like that's that's your journey, um, and that comes with your ever increasing awareness of your place in the world among others, among other people. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think today is very appropriate, especially for my friend who is is all those things, you know, super super mm. nurturing, very loving, very caring, and um, and I know as someone, if, you know, she's someone who works in a in a very stressful uh, government job, <laughs> so she mm. she does need to know when it's time to take a take a moment you know, a day for herself, when to uh, just be. Um, and mothers don't always do that. They they wait way too long. They wait yeah. way too long to take those moments. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they're needed. And, um, and they're showing me that this is also, you know, how we perhaps break patterns and conditioning because as, not just not just as humans, although that's really the bigger picture, um, but as as uh, mothers holding that archetype, you know, of just always always doing and, and giving to others, but ultimately mm-hmm. needing to receive to sustain that level, you know, that's the sort of stuff that when we're able to change it around and, and claim it for ourselves, then that means our children mm-hmm. and the people that we yeah. influence notice that too and it's it is subtle it is something that um you know i think each generation as we as we make our changes and we adapt to a world but not just adapt i feel like there are people who are um always looking at at how how do we how do we change things how do we be on that on that cutting edge of uh innovation um to uh, to create a, a bigger vision than what we have before. Um, I mean, a lot of people are uh, reimagining, and that's a, uh, a phrase, uh, or uh, there's a company out there run by um, former um, uh, U.S. women's national team players. Uh, they've kind of created their own brand. It's called Re-Inc, mm-hmm. R-E-I-N-C. And, and so they are also talking about reimagining how you do business, you know how you, how sports is being uh, uh, structured, uh, you know 
having to do, especially for women's sports and 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 the business of that, it's it's a bigger concept. But their you know their their whole thing is like we have to reimagine. Uh, what was our phrase? Reimagine the status quo. Now, it's a big undertaking, but I love that there are people who are looking at the their world in that way, and it, it just provides a pathway for all of us to look at. You no, know, yeah, how how would we want to change things because we can always complain about i don't like how this works and the government blah, you know all the stuff but in your everyday life you know how are you reimagining it uh, so that the steps that you do start creating something different you change a culture uh by by doing these you know everyday little steps because the little steps provide um <laughs> they're like a cha-cha the little steps are like a, uh-huh. a like a little dance and pretty soon you start, you start making up your own, your, your own moves. And, but, it, but you know, the, the thing is you start moving in a way that feels good for, for your body or you, you know, you test your limits like, Oh, I don't want to do that. You know, no, I've, I've threw up my back last time. So I'm going to do that step, but I'll do, you know, I'll do something else that, that at, when you're in tune, they're just showing, you know, <laughs> I'm like bringing up an image of Elaine from um, from Seinfeld, kind of uh-huh. doing her little bit. She can't. She sit down. Get up. No. She's like, that's my son. That's I don't care. Sit down. That's my. Son. I don't care. Stay in your corner. Uh, but um, but you know, I love it. You you, you deal you deal with that. Uh, but even all these years later, there are people like, oh, well, let me try to dance like Elaine, you know, because it's so funny. Right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I uh, I think today is a good day to think about that. You know, uh, in, you, you know, we talk about intention. You're like you always are big about the intention. Of, and then I did listen to that podcast, a really good podcast um, episode. Oh, the Michael Singer one. A Michael Singer. Yeah, I, that's oh a good one God. to listen to. I'm, you know, be driving the next few days, and so I think oh, that'd be nice to have on the uh, in the car mm-hmm. just just to mm-hmm. soak it in. Amazing. Um, you can re-listen and get something like like it's crazy. I probably have listened to that three or four times already. I mean, just over mm-hmm. the past year or whatever. Yeah. And amazing how there's another layer that you're ready to hear that you didn't quite hear the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, you liked it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. good. So, yeah, one, two, one, two. Yeah. One, two, one, two. Make you think of that pepper. One, two, one, two. <laughs> You're doing buckle my shoe. I'm doing salt and pepper. Uh, I love it. Oh, oh my God. So I, uh, I was thinking about, I almost texted you and then I think I got interrupted by somebody who was hungry. Um, speaking of moms, but um, I was thinking of you. Because, girl, I have gone down a little, a little rabbit hole. So, you know, we haven't talked about the Alone franchise in a minute. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have Hulu. So, Hulu carries them. And what popped up, I guess it came out in 2022. Because there's many iterations, you know, different um, Alone you know, this version, that version. This one was called Alone Frozen. Mm -hmm. It is so good. 
I think I'm almost done. I don't know how many episodes it is. I think I'm on episode seven or eight. I feel like it's going to be over soon. And what it is, it's only six previous contestants. Um, I'm familiar with, you're probably familiar with more of them. I'm familiar with a bunch of them, but only six. They start much later um, in the winter season, hence frozen. Mm -hmm. They have been on before. They're in the middle of uh, the Canadian wilderness. I forget what it's called, but it's known for, like, just polar bears. Like, it's terrifying. Mm. And they have a cap of the days, meaning 50 days. So wow. before it'd be like, you could be out there for 90. 50 right. days. If you don't make it for the 50, if nobody makes it to the 50 days, the half million dollar prize money goes to no one. So you have to make it for at least 50. And whoever remains, if it's more than one person, they split the half a million. Ah, wow. And I don't, I don't really want to give anything away, but I'll just say this. The women, and I know you're going to know most of them, the women are badasses. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. But just some of the reflections have really touched me. It's so therapeutic. Like I, when I go through certain periods of being hard on myself or whatever, I just watch, I just watch the show. And it had been months and months since I really have gotten into this. It's been a long time. But I find it so healing and soothing. I think I love the nature part of it. More profound than that trauma that many of these participants have come from and the healing, the gratitude that they express, uh, the deep work that they're doing. And the thing is, what I find so fascinating, they're alums. So they already know what they're sort of in for. And right there, that just shows how exceptional their character is and their desire for inner knowledge is so profound. It's no one's really putting uh, the priority on the prize money. Right. So those oh, people, yeah, because yeah, sometimes you see more of that initiative, you know, none of them have that. They know what they're in for. And just the grace exhibited when they, you know, those that have tapped out, you know, when they tap out, that they feel the takeaway. Anyway, I really recommend it highly because they have already, you know, they've done the rodeo before. Um, I thought of you with that. And then I also thought of you with uh, a documentary that was recommended to me by my friend who is also your friend, Michael Borelli, who you met yeah. in Atlanta. So um, I think it's called The Return of Tanya Tucker. Now, I am not a country music fan, but I really appreciate it. And it features Brandy Carlisle, who I actually do mm -hmm. enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of bringing, bringing her back to make this album that is actually really good and won a bunch of Grammys. But it's a beautiful. It's on Netflix. I think you. I think everybody in your house would like it, actually. So I reckon. I think you would like it. 
What's it called again? Um, it's called The Return of Tanya Tucker featuring Brandy Carlisle. Okay. And I didn't really know who Brandy Carlisle was until Michael told me about, about her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I know you know, of course. Um, but, you know, she had a fight to just really um, uh, really be proud of her queerness and her place in the country music scene. And I think she's earned the respect and that she wanted people to know who Tanya Tucker is, where she was such a big influence. And she's like, everybody knows who Dolly Parton is, but, you know, there's only like a, like a five-year gap from when Dolly Parton became established and when Tanya Tucker became established, because Tanya Tucker became established when she was like 13. So, and she's in her early 60s now. Um but yeah, I think you I think you would really like it. It's 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 good. And the music is great. So yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm appreciating the playing. Y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you'll like it. And yeah. the album was produced by Brandy uh Carlisle and Shooter Jennings. So, um it's good. I I have it on my playlist. It's good. So yeah, just thought I recommend those two things. So I thought I thought I thought my girl, you know, my girl would appreciate that I'm, you know, getting into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think you. everybody in your house would like it. Yeah, I think everybody in your house would like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to share that. Okay. Yeah. I think, um, um, what mm-hmm. have I been watching? Uh, I stumbled upon it. Very, very recently, like in the last few days, um, School Spirits. Oh, what's that? <laughs> it is, um, I think they have a new season coming out. They just had the first season come out earlier this year, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. It's on, I saw it on Netflix. Um, okay. And, it, you know, all my stuff, all my all the stuff I'll watch it's like, takes place in, in a school setting. This was in high school. And um, mm-hmm. the the main character on the very first episode um, realizes soon on that something has happened to her because she's a ghost. Um, oh, okay. I, I know what the show is. Cool. I haven't yeah. watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually uh, it's actually pretty well done. But so mm. the whole premise of this is it's school spirits plural spirits. And it's because mm-hmm. when she is in this other world, she can see, because it just happened, um, she can see what's going on. And she's still trying to make, like, figure out, like, why, you know, well, why is there a memorial, you know, a school gathering? What's going on? She's trying to remember what's happened to her. And in mm-hmm. the process, she realizes there are other spirits um, hanging around the school from mm-hmm. different decades. And... So they're all just kind of ghosts just hanging around. Um, mm. And she hasn't come to grips yet with the fact that she's a ghost. Mm-hmm. But she, cause she can't remember. Um, oh, wow. So there's a whole other world right, all around, you know, in this school. And she can't leave the school property. Like it's, oh. I guess, because, because her, her death happened or something happened to her, you know, at the school. And so I guess you only have a certain uh, a certain amount of space uh, where you can't then you can't escape it. You're you're just back where you are. 
you, you know, you're back at the scene where you died. So it's oh. pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I think it's like 10 episodes. Um, but it's interesting to see uh, what one, you know, I guess, figuring out what reality are you in? Um, oh, and mm. there's like only one other person who's not a ghost. It's like one of her best friends who can see her in certain spots around campus. She tries to figure out mm-hmm. like, what's that all about? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's a good, I hate that they, oh. you know, there's no resolution on it yet because you have to wait for the second season. Oh, yeah, they like to play with you. Well, yeah. Bring you back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because in the process, she helps the other ghosts process what's happened to them. Um, mm. Even though some of them have been around for 50 years or so, um, because they they kind of play out they kind of play out certain things or they um, uh, there's a there's a longing for some type of closure Um, you know when you think about our our interpretation of ghosts are those of of spirits that haven't passed on all the way right like they've they've come from, from one form one world to another, but they're still kind of stuck in the in-between. Um, mm-hmm. So this is sort of what uh, what that story plays out for all of the different ghost characters. Um, it's really fascinating. Nice. I like it. Um, but yeah, I, Marguerite's in the chat. Um, she's like, it is nothing what I thought it would be. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't <laughs> what I thought it would be either. Can't wait for the new season to start. Um, she said her friend that can see her plays a part well. Yeah, yeah. Her uh, her best oh, friend's nice. a guy. Her best friend's a guy. Um, who I think, you know, uh, well, they're, they're best friends, so you know, there's a lot of love there, but I, I, think, uh, I think he's got a crush on her. But, you know, oh, I was going to say, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot happening there. It was it was it was a, a delightful, <laughs> even though it's talking about a pretty heavy subject. I think the way they 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 played it out was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And, you, and you're like suspecting everybody like, oh, you know, that's there's something shady about, you know, that friend or that person or something shady going on there. And there is, but it's not what you think it is. So. Oh, just like life. <laughs> just like life. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never what you think it is. Um, oh yeah, she's like uh, she, Marguerite said. He has to use an earbud so he doesn't look like he's talking to himself. Yeah, because he's talking to to his friend in, in right. school, and everyone's kind of looking at him. You know, everyone's kind of shocked still from the whole situation. Sure. And uh, he has to um, he has to have like like the the old old school with the cord uh, earbuds. Yeah, <laughs> right. So it's obvious, right? Right. Although although he's totally making you know eye contact with somebody. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think well for me you start to see like you start to see where how things play out when you only see one part of it. 
and you make assumptions and then you realize I was so wrong about all of that. But, you know, you kind of go, yeah. you go by what you know or what you think you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you always have to dig deeper and you always have to see where things are connected because it's always connected. Um, and then the things that you don't want to see or you can't see, it's because you're, you know, you've blocked it out. And uh, so the whole point about either talking about it or going revisiting, maybe questioning why, why do you do these things? You know, why, uh, or even if, if you, if you could make reparations, what would you say? You know, what could you Mm. do? And figuring out a way to get those messages across um, and thinking out of the box. But it's also figuring out what kind of resources do you really have. Um, I liked it a lot. And that was pretty easy. It was like 10 episodes, very easy to, to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Cool. I like yeah. it. Uh, also, I wanted to say, because Marguerite put in here her um, granddaughter's 16th birthday is today. So happy birthday. Oh, happy sweet 16. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, it's my nice. birthday. It's, yeah. God bless. I remember when I turned 16, that was fun. Had a big party. It wasn't party very sweet. It wasn't very sweet for you? Um, no, I'm, tra- I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. I think they tried to throw a surprise party, but, like, nobody showed up or something dramatic. I don't remember. What? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I think I blocked it out. But yeah, something like that. Uh, they meant well. Anyway, yay. Um, any communication between your brother and you? Mm-mm. No, but I will have my to. Weekly um, check-in. I will have to loop him in because my parents. The plan for is for me to drive over tomorrow and pick him up, um, oh. and then we'll be back in town for a family gathering for Saturday. That's <clears throat> that's the plan. And so, obviously, they can stay here, but I have a feeling they they'll they'll want to stay and see um, the granddaughter. So I'm gonna just loop everybody in and let let everybody know what the plan is on my end. Um, right, in a group I think, text yeah. type of thing, right? Well, good because by the time I get back, by the time we get back, it'll we won't have but maybe an hour or two before we actually have to head over to uh, the family, you know, shindig on the mm-hmm. other side of town. So, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, want them to feel like they can get settled somewhere. And, and again, I also don't know how long they're going to stay. So these are, these are things that right. I have to consider. And if it's too much of a hassle, which I, I don't think it'll be, it's just when they stay at my brother's house, because all the other guest bedrooms are upstairs and those stairs, you know, you've seen those stairs. That's not, yeah, it's the manor. Scarlet O'Hara came down with the curtains on her back. Her back. <laughs> that so place is crazy. They're they're not going to go upstairs. So usually um, they give up their bedroom, the master, I mean the main, the main bedroom on right. the first floor. Right. They give up that mm-hmm. for my parents, um, so they don't have to deal with too many steps. Um, right. So that uh, and they're usually fine. It's just you know they have to get the house ready. You know they have to yeah, do a lot. Okay. Sure. Um, so I just, you know, if, if it's, but if it's a little too crazy, you know, we have room here. Um, and it's just setting some expectations. So if they don't mm. need to get put out, but hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to see everybody and I get to see the little one as well. Um, mm-hmm. 
so yeah, that, other than that, I'll probably shoot that text out today just mm-hmm. to get my bearings and figure out, you know, for each person what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. But that's it. No, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, that's good. I will say so this, though. I've also, yeah. the last few days, up until probably mm-hmm. last night when I finally, you know, got out and, and, because uh, I've just been, I've just been hibernating the last, mm-hmm. like over the weekend. Like, I don't have, it's a little concerning. I don't have any tours lined up. Um, and I hear like, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, mm, you know, and it's, it was, you know, it was rainy, cold weather here, but yeah. I literally, if I, I would go downstairs like once a day to get something to eat. And then I finally went out as I, I was supposed to go do stuff with my Aunt Thelma. But, you know, when it's raining for her, her knee hurts. So she doesn't want to go oh, anywhere. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so I I finally roused myself out. Like, okay, let me get, let me get out of here. I, I, I need to, I need to get, I need to move. I've just been holed up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started feeling more alive. We had, you know, good food. We did a Costco run. <laughs> we needed oh, we needed to nice. do that after we had we ate all the food we ate. Like oh, we we've got to we got to move around. We have got to keep walking. So we strolled little aisles at Costco. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I've just you know the energy and maybe you know with the new moon that'll be a good thing. But I've just been no, you got to just go with that cycle. Super cycle, you know? yeah, yeah. That's okay. And yeah. And I don't know part of it's because like I haven't excuse me, I haven't been um like I haven't been eating like three meals a day. Like I'll wake up and I'll I'll stay I'll just hang out. Like I'll be in you know, kinda of dozing off, I'll be I'll have I'll have a little bit of water and then like by afternoon I'm like, I should probably eat my first meal of the day. Like I probably need Girl. to eat something. Yeah. Well, it's been that that yeah, kinda like, Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like I don't really – I can't get complicated. I just need something, you know, easy, quick. Um, mm-hmm. And and then I'm like, okay. And then after – because because it's been a while since I've eaten something, then I'll, then my body's like, okay, we're going to take all of our energy. We need everything to shut down so we can process all this food you just ate. Not all the food. You know, so like right. Food. But then my body's like, okay. So, so I'm like, i got to get out and of And then that you're cycle. tired. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, watching alone is so therapeutic, especially this this iteration because they've done that. They've been, you know, they've done this rodeo before, but to see, like, I find it so, you know, fascinating because it's like their survival depends on the actions they take during the limited amount of daylight that they have to work with, right. and these crazy ass. Uh, conditions, you know, and they, they're dealing with um, challenges, injuries, um, illness. They eat a bad muscle. Hello, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, whatever they're foraging, you know, and that it's, it's, so, it's so inspiring just to see, like, okay, the essential, um, the essentials that need to be addressed but it's almost like a spiritual um, practice. But what's also happening is that there is a massive 
pattern interrupt. So it's kind of why this is like a little bit of a cocoon vibe. And also the other thing is understand, and it's not like you don't understand anything what I'm saying. I'm just reframing it. Um, you know, everything I'm talking about. But understanding the nature, and this is tough, you know, that life is cyclical. You know, so when things uh, ebb and flow, you know, where it's like, well, uh, you know, you have a certain expectation or a certain reliance on, okay, well, if I'm doing, you know, X amount of tours or whatever, then I know that there's an expectation of um, income or if, um, everything is in harmony, you know, with my brother, then I'm going to be there to uh, help them uh, see my niece. You know, I know sometimes uh, you nanny for them. I think that, that you get some income from that, or I'm not yeah. sure. I think so. Um, but all of a sudden, it's like there is a pattern interrupt. Goes, I believe that it goes across every area. So if you, right, so if you look at it that way as like, okay, this is really is a gateway. Okay, we talked about 12-12, right? This really is a gateway of recalibration and reconnection to yourself at the deepest level and to still move forward with faith and to embrace, okay, the way the tide flows, the way we have the seasons, the way, I mean, forget global warming, but the way that, you know, the way God intended it, not the way that, you know, humanity screwed it up, but to understand, okay, this is really, you know, hibernation is a good word. This Mm -hmm. is really going within to see where the light has recalibrated, reconfigured itself now, you and I, as different as we are, we are always very energetically aligned and very congruent. Mm-hmm. So this is why I really kind of understand sort of where you're, where you're coming from. And I think because I was feeling, and I didn't want it to turn, escalate into like, you know, full-on anxiety, but I was feeling the periphery of it. And I'm like, okay, I need to ground or whatever. And I'm flipping around. I'm like, my intuition just led me to like, you know what? I, you think you, it's just you, it's time to just go back to this franchise. And I was just led to the one that said frozen. I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> I'm like, maybe because it's getting cold here. You know, it's getting cold in Atlanta. It's getting cold. It's, cold. it's getting very cold here in New York. So maybe yeah. it's a theme because she likes the theme. I don't know. Um, and I find it so grounding. I think we all need to ground. Um, and it's tough when it's cold outside. I mean, it's always tough for me because I'm in the city, but, um, but it's tougher even if you're in a area that you have a backyard or whatever, like you guys have, uh, it's still tough because it's, it's, the conditions are crazy. But I think that there was a, a pattern interrupt on, on many levels for you. I feel like you are no longer needing to carry the burden of thousands and thousands and thousands of years of ancestral stuff. I think it's coming more that it's like been coming down like through a funnel effect 
you know, and it's interesting because a tornado is like a funnel. So it's mm-hmm. almost like this tornado imagery that I'm getting with you. And it's now siphoning down to the base. And you really can't process it unless you're sort of in this hibernating type of vibe, but you also want to break the pattern of overthinking that there's something that needs to be done or should be done. The shoulds mm. is too much mm-hmm. for your head right now. I feel it. But your head is too much. So the way for the rest of you to compensate for that is like you sort of check out mm-hmm. as a way of, ma- right, of a way of managing it. So I suggest to you and to myself to reframe it and to embrace it, you know. So I've been sort of ending like this this pattern. And also, too, we're not used to um, articulating what we need or setting clear boundaries, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, a couple, thing, couple things, uh, you know, going on. The semester just, just ended yesterday. And I was only working one full day a week. Um, but, you know, during that time, taking full advantage of it, I produced the film and managed to still take care of my household. So that was a lot. And that was all consuming. So filming wrapped a couple of weeks ago. So it's still very much in process, but I'm not as active in my role energetically. Mm-hmm. And I'm just processing the trauma and the shock and the expense of that because it's always way more than you think. And then you're like, okay, uh, you have to sort of draw your line in the, in the sand of the boundaries of, uh, you know, fiscal responsibility. Um, and many things are different. Like there was a, a certain um, funds to uh, offset expenses for my son that came from Social Security that does that went away because now he's 18. Certain things that have been taken, mm. my schedule got packed, got got back at NYU and had nothing to do with me. It's enrollment, um, but they did check my availability for the spring. I'm very optimistic for that. So again, so just looking within, looking within. I am. I broke the pattern of you know, my dating life of just like, if I'm not dating up, I'm not dating. If it's not leveling up, I'm not dating. That's it. It's like, I'm not going to go from McDonald's to Burger King. It's not, <laughs> like, I'm not, you know, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, if it's not fine dining, I'm going to just, I'm good. All of these patterns are being uh, broken. And the activity, which, a.k.a. distractions, are no longer in front of us. So what do we have to do? We have to go within. And I think on Saturday, I don't even remember, I get a text from my sister who lives in Vermont. I am really not in touch with my siblings. They're not in touch with me. But I will be that one on my mother's birthday, on holidays, to send a little text to say, love you. I will do that. Mm -hmm. Also because these patterns have been interrupted, and there's more time to be alone, hashtag see the show, and to go within, I am allowing myself, because the space has been created, to finally, because it will be two years in February, to grieve my mother. Mm -hmm. Okay? As we know, um, those of us that have experienced loss, Marguerite, we love you, um, grief 
is we have to submit to grief. So the space, the sacred space has been created. And if I don't take advantage of it to do that deep work, which is her gift to me, then it's not a good use of my time. Hmm. Right? So for you, it's being funneled to being in alignment that you are okay with you. That is the bottom line. It's so simple, Elisa. There is nothing that you should do. It's not coulda, woulda, shoulda. There's nothing. It's just for you to be okay, and you will know what the next step is. And it's a difficult pattern because that programming was essential. You don't need it anymore. You established the boundary. So I'm proud of you that it's like, you know what, I'm not messing with my family, you know, uh, and unless it's 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 essential, like you're doing with the with the you know group text coming up, these logistics, you're getting. Listen, you you're in alignment with the people where it really matters. Your parents, the rest mm-hmm. will trickle down. You're prioritizing, you know, like in my circle. As long as I'm good with my kids, I'll build up from there. You know, right, and that's it. You just work from there because you know what the priority is. So I was very proud of myself. So my sister texted me, and she's, you know, just never wants to get her hands dirty. She really checked out during my mother's decline and her death. She showed up after the fact. And, I'm, you know, I have no ill will, no ill feeling, but it's like I don't really want to mess with you right now. I don't feel like it. You're very comfortable in your life and good for you. And I got stuff to work on with myself. Don't really want to be surface superficial, and I don't really want to entertain you with my stories because that's mm. part of people. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, oh, wow, all this, this story and this and that, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, the last time I saw her was uh, the last day that we finished cleaning up my mother's apartment, and, what, and it wasn't even a collective effort. It was just the final, uh, the final like, goodbye, leaving my mother's apartment, and we and uh, the three of us had lunch. There's four of us, but my brother, who was very traumatized by all of this, didn't even want to see her. There was just the three of us, the three sisters. And mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't seen my siblings since. It's almost two years, and there's no resentment. It's just where we are. So she sends me a text message. Uh, Let's have a catch up call. You pick the time, either Sunday or Monday. As I should. So of course she doesn't know my work schedule. Whatever, and I said, I hope this finds you well and stable. All is well here. I am not up for a call as I'm having a delayed response to mom's passing. I think processing the trauma of being a caregiver and witnessing her decline um, is now coming to the surface, and it's now time for me to properly mourn her loss. So thank you for understanding. Mm. That's it. Wow. That's it. And then she texted back, I understand. I didn't respond. Okay. That's it. Yep. That's it. Sorry. We are not going to be entertaining. We're not going to accommodate. We're not going to um, – there's so much deep work that we're doing, and I say this to you, Elise, and I say this to everybody who's listening, like we're in the coal mine, and unless we have that little, you know, uh, that light, you know, that miner's light, 
um, we think that we're totally in the darkness, and we're not. But we have to go into the darkness, um, and that's often a solo venture where it just didn't, it just didn't feel right, you know, to go out of my way to just be surface and to be nice and to have some shallow conversation. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? So that I can project onto her so I can say, well, you are our father's daughter because you checked up and you, you've never been, you weren't around when my daughter died, you weren't around when our father died, mm-hmm. and you weren't around when our mother died. What the hell do I have to say to you? Right. Why right. am I going to say that to her? She can be in her little bubble. In her mouth. So what she did was she paid for a mausoleum to keep my mother's ashes. That's very beautiful. And I think I mentioned this on the show a while ago, that a friend of mine who, whose parents lived nearby, a neighboring town, he went and he took pictures of it to show me. I never saw it. Oh, wow. So that's how, that's how she took care of it. So it's surface. It's, you know, my mother doesn't care. Marble and, and you know, engraved, you know, mausoleum right. for her. Adam. Right. Who cares? Who cares? So you pay your money for that. So um, why am I going to, I'd rather process that anger to where it really uh, needs to be redirected mm-hmm. because she is where she's at. So this isn't about righting a wrong or, or projecting onto somebody. Um, it's about forgive them for they do not know what they do. I have so much compassion now because of doing this deep, dark, ugly work. Cause it's not cute. Of really going within, embracing the trauma. Okay. There's a lot of trauma of this ancestral stuff, but you know what? You can cut it and just let that tornado siphon down to the core. Because you're at its lowest common denominator. That's why you're laying low. That's why you're not feeling the need, you know, or that energy immediately. Because you'll feel the energy when you feel safe. Right now you don't feel safe. Mm. And that's unconscious. But that's why. So it counts with your household. It counts with your parents. That's it. And then you work up from there. Because everybody else is going to understand. Your niece is going to understand. Your aunt's going to understand because it's easy with them. That's not Mm -hmm. complicated. It's not mired in arrested development. So why are you going to go out of your way with your older brother? Why am I? Look at us so parallel. Why am I? Look at us. It's so crazy. Why am I going to go out of my way with my older sister when you know, and this isn't a judgment, that they are where they are and you choose to go deeper within because you know life is an illusion and their preference is to navigate in the surface and we're in too much pain for that because we want to clear the brambles. We want to cut the, we want to clear that with the two machetes, one in each hand. We're like, no, we're not, we're not screwing around. Let's go. Get out of the way. Because this is clearing that within ourselves. It's, it has nothing to do with the outside. So nothing on the outside is going to fix it. Which is, you know, why I had to behave myself. Why I'm on a, going on, and who's counting I am, why I'm going on a nine, uh, up to n- almost nine months of not dating. Hello, you know, 
we want that to change, but we're not going to rush that. It's, uh, <laughs> listen, I'm not, I, we're going to date up or we're not dating at all. That's why we're going within. We're not running away from anything. We have to go within and we have to look at, like, if we look at nature. That's why I love that, this um, Alone franchise. It's going within. That's what's happening. So I implore you to cut being so, I know you, and I energetically just pick it up too. I implore you and myself to energetically cut the self-judgment in half so you see it for what it is. And I don't know where I read this, um, but I shared it with my students. If you're in the energy of judgment, whether you're judging yourself or judging others, you block, excuse me, you block out progress. I don't want to block that out. So I've been shifting, and it's a process, shifting into compassion and really compassion for others because that's the gateway to forgiveness. And it's really the gateway to uh, freedom. Michael Singer podcast that I sent you, it's like the mm-hmm. intention is self-realization and freedom. And I think that, is, that listening to that podcast and other things that I do has led me to what I'm saying, you know, to you, to our listeners, but really to myself. Let's close the show out with the final with the message for the day. But that's really what I feel is going on. But look at how, par- how parallel we are. With our that's crazy. Is that interesting? Is that crazy, girl? Well, that's yeah, thank you. Us. Thank you for sharing. I love that. you. Really yeah, good. no, I because love you too. yeah, you got to cut that judgment. Cut that judgment shouldn't happen, this thing. Like for real. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, uh, All right. The database is up. Okay. Right. Don't be so mean to me. Ah. Okay. <laughs> what I said. <laughs> Oh my goodness. (laughs) Pick. Pick already. Oh. Okay. Okay, the number for this is 511. Gift, oh wow. Gift yourself with tender consideration. Take a step back and breathe instead of impulsively reacting. Check in with yourself through the heart. Wow. Send that, please. You're right. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. Because that's exactly what we're talking about. Gift yourself with tender consideration. Take a step back <clears throat> and breathe instead of impulsively reacting or judging. Check in with yourself through the heart. 511. Oh, that's a really good one. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, well, here we go, five, one, one. Here we go with just ones again, the one being that, that central number. But it could also be looked mm-hmm. at as, as five, 11, right? Um, yeah. Well, if our, our options are, but, you know, we can take those ones for what they are about self and direction. And the five is the number of, of experience and um, a number of, of, of change and diversity uh, so of all the different things that are happening beyond what you thought was going to happen, beyond your plans, beyond the four, just beyond, and, and, and now into 
uh, into this level of, of living and existing and being, um, we look at how all that energy gets into that one, goes into yourself, how you process that information and then how it, how it shows up for you and how you integrate it into who that, who that higher self is going to be. Um, the overall number here is a seven. So, so now mm. we really are looking at the inner work that you have to do mm. when things are happening in your life. Things are happening around you, you know, to you, from you, because of you, all of that, all of the whole experience. It's not, it's not uh, uh, just a one-way street here. It, it's, <laughs> they're like, they're showing me like, you know, like when you, whatever you eat, whatever, whatever food you eat, it's now, it's, now it's in your system. And to the degree mm. that your body is prepared to, to integrate it, um, it'll do what it needs to do. But then part of it is you have to always be aware that you're making the choice to put that in your system because before it wasn't in your system. So whatever you're right. putting in your system, your body still has to do its work. Um, so the inner and outer uh, uh, connection and correlation is important um, for the whole experience. So then, you know, does, does the food nourish you? Does it just fill you up for, for, you know, for the moment? Is it just, you know, I've got to eat mm-hmm. something. So I want to eat this. Uh, but does it nourish you? Uh, and and what is the difference between uh, a malnourished person and a and a well nourished person? In this case, you. Mm-hmm. Do you know the difference? And do you see where along the way, all the choices that could have been made differently, if you had your intention in mind, you mm-hmm. would know, and it wouldn't be a struggle necessarily. It would just be you are aware that what you're what, what you're doing, and you know, you know if you take that next drink. For example, <laughs> um, that's your choice to put it in your system. Um, just like you know, for you, Liz, you know, you the choice to to date up mm-hmm. or not at all. Like you don't have yep. to be in that in another person's environment. And that person doesn't have to be in your environment if you don't want to. So mm-hmm. it's the same way. What, what are you choosing to nourish yourself, and what are you right. choosing to do? Right. Um, as a great, great message. Great way to end and, the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, I'm you. proud of you. So just yeah, just cut cut the self judgment in half so you can clear your path quicker. You know, and I said it to everybody. If you guys need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail dot com, and we're scheduled to be back on the air this coming Thursday at eight thirty a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.